0: This was it. This was my last chance to cut forward into the main building. And I'm stuck. No way back, and I can't assume there's much of a way forward in here. Uh, Well, there's not much point wallowing in it all, so onwards and upwards, I hope. So now I've met a doctor, a nurse, a woman claiming to be a patient, and those weird brothers. Certainly a very lively abandoned property at that. (laughs) Uh, The walls are all solid stone. It's it's certainly a well-built tunnel, and it's rather obvious that it was created with a purpose in mind. Uh, why there would be a need for something like this, a quick passage in and out of Rose Hill, unseen, I don't know. But as of now, I've discovered far more questions than answers, and I suppose I should become accustomed to not knowing. Uh, hmm. Uh, the path splits here? Uh left and right I can't quite see much down either side. Zed Zed
1: <laughs> Zed 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 Why don't you come this way, Zed?
0: If I still have my bearings from outside and that's a big if, then I think I should bear left here. Uh, that should bring me right to the entrance, if not inside the building itself, I hope. So I guess that's the way to go. Um... <laughs> yes, Zed. yes, Zed. Yes, Zed. Yes, Zed. You know this is the way you to go. This go. Is the way you to know go. this is the way you to know. go. Here's what I'll do. I will leave the microphone here. Uh, I'll be able to feel my way along unencumbered, just take a quick path down the left, and if it's a dead end, head right back this way and go to the right. If it's the correct way, I'll just come back for the microphone and head onwards. Yeah, yes, that will work. First good idea I've had in a bit, so maybe things are starting to look up. Okay, okay, I will be right back.
2: I know you're there. Why don't you come out and play?
1: I do not play, Cora. You know this.
2: Oh, come on now. We all need to let loose a little once in a while, don't we?
1: No. No, some of us do not.
2: Hmm. Well, that's no fun at all. What's the point of living if not to toy around a bit here and there?
1: I think we can hardly call this living.
2: Well, who put a bee up your bonnet?
1: He should not have made it this far. Something terrible is going to happen if he winds up too much deeper. We all know it.
2: So, maybe something bad should happen. It'll keep things interesting around here, that's for sure. Break up the old, dismal sameness.
1: (laughs) It bothers me not. I warned him. I told him to turn back, and he did not heed that warning. Like so many patients before him. He's not your patient. Nor is he mine. Maybe not. Still, you cannot leave him alone, can you?
2: And what's the matter if a little harm befalls him, hmm?
1: Do you not realize how dangerous this is? Are you too stupid to see that even he is in danger?
2: He certainly won't let him find out too much. You can be certain of that.
1: He is the reason any of us are stuck in this despicable situation to begin with. I was... I am an honorable man, and I intend to stay that way.
2: Honor doesn't mean anything, sweetie. We all lose one from time to time.
1: Yes, well, you would certainly know something about losing a patient now, would you not?
2: Well, well, I I wouldn't. I'm certain I don't know what you're insinuating, doctor.
1: I want no part of whatever may befall him.
2: We're all going to be a part of it. Not much of a choice, you know? Whatever he says goes. If he wants it, it will be done. I can attest to that better than anyone.
1: Yes, yes, well... we shall see. I have warned him. My hands are clean. He has a sense of... instinct. He treads headlong into danger, yet somehow manages to evade harm.
2: Ooh, imagine if he'd only gone down the right corridor. I doubt he would have made it much further then.
1: I do not venture that way. And neither should you.
2: Well, I don't, but I'm a big girl. I can watch out for myself.
1: Oh, yes, your impeccable judgment. That's precisely the legacy you've created for yourself here, because you have done such a good job with that during the rest of your life.
2: You're not exactly untouchable yourself, Dr. Marshall. Or do you need reminding of those who've you failed?
1: I can remember the past just fine on my own, thank you.
2: Oh, but can you? I seem to distinctly remember one time you choose to forget. What is her name again?
1: You would do well to stop your prattle.
2: What was it? It started with an A, didn't it? Quiet. A... A... uh, Amy, was it? No, no.
1: Be quiet.
2: I remember now. How could I forget? It was...
1: Silence!
2: Ah Ah-ha! Oh, well. I guess playtime is over.
1: He found the way already.
2: Well, I guess we'll definitely be seeing some more of him, then. He isn't going to be happy about this.
1: I have more pressing concerns tonight than whether or not he is happy.
2: Well, you should. Because it affects all of us.
1: Hmm. (laughs) We should be getting off. He will be back in a moment.
2: Hmm, Can't we toy with him just a little? There's not much else we have to do.
1: Do as you wish. I told you, I want no further part of whatever lies ahead.
2: Well, you're just no fun at all, Doc.
1: Good night, Cora.
2: No fun at all. Not like he is. Maybe he's up for a little fun tonight.
0: Hello? Is someone there?
2: Oh, I'd better be going.
0: Hello? A- anyone, hello? Huh. I I could have sworn I heard somebody over here. Well, the good news is, I've found an exit. Uh, There was a door pushed into the wall a ways down. It was jammed, so it took a little effort, and I scraped my hands up a bit, but it is a small price to pay in order to get out of here. It was just around this way. Um... Right... uh, here. (laughs) Okay, now I just have to lean into it like
1: this.
0: (laughs) There we go. Uh, There are steps up ahead, and the air is fresher in here, so I'm hoping that that's the way up and out of here. I just have to go up this way. And just push... And there! <laughs> I'm out! <laughs> oh, fresh air. There's nothing like it. I never thought in all my life I would be so happy to see the moon hanging in the sky. <sighs> uh, okay, um, now we came from over there a ways. Wow, for all the trouble, that really was a shortcut. So that must mean that... (laughs) There it is! The main building! It's it's maybe a 10-15 minute walk ahead of me at most. So then the main road is right there. (laughs) Perfect! (laughs) I'll be able to follow it all the way up to the front doors. This is fantastic! I think I'll just take a moment now to catch my breath. Uh, I hope I'm never stuck underground like that again. It's just unpleasant. <sighs> I guess things just sometimes have a way of working out. <laughs> Hopefully it's smooth sailing from here on in. Hello, I am James Wipert, and I'm the creator and producer of the Rose Hill Diaries. Thank you very much for listening to today's episode, so here's a little background on it. Echoes of the Past was written by myself, James Wipert, with an additional credit to Jamie Poland. The character of Zed was voiced by me, the mysterious voice was voiced by Lauren Maloro, Dr. Silas Marshall III was voiced by Timothy Simpson, and Cora was voiced by Lindsay Horgan. All of them are fantastic actors doing great things, and I'll let you know in just a moment where to find their various other projects. The Rose Hill Diaries theme was composed and performed by Mike the Mysticleus of the band Fox Hollow. They recently finished up a winter tour, but will still be performing shows around the New York area, so you should definitely check them out. This episode officially marks the second half of this season of the Rose Hill Diaries. Yes, we've kept it mostly under wraps, but the season will be ten episodes long. We're building to a big ending in episode ten, and then we'll take just a short break and be back in action with season two, but all of that is still a few months away. The Rose Hill Diaries can be found online at rosehillpodcast.com, as well as on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search our name or the handle at Rose Hill Podcast. Rose Hill is written, edited, and produced almost entirely by myself. I have help from some very dedicated friends who help revise and obviously record, but it's definitely a labor of love, one that I couldn't imagine stopping at this point. So if you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash rosehillpodcast where you can support the show with a small, monthly contribution in exchange for all kinds of cool rewards. We've rolled out computer and phone backgrounds, sneak peeks at future episodes, all kinds of things. Patreon is a great site that lets fans support their creators directly, and I've been using it to support creators who I'm a fan of for quite a while now. An update on something I told you about last time. Tim Simpson, as well as Steven Zaccaro, voice of both William and Philip Almalik, are starring in the film We're Like a Punk Band, and while it doesn't have a firm release date yet, they're happy to tell you that it will be soon, and will let you know exactly when as it gets closer. Again, a sincere thank you to everyone who listens to the show and supports us, whether by liking our posts, telling your friends, or supporting us on Patreon. You're all incredible people, and this show is made for all of you. Your clues for next episode are Garden Library And Jumper And just one final time, thank you.